1: Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds in lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted
2: by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating.
1: Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North at ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You won't see me out here. You know, I was thinking about, it, like, do I come out and, you know, smile around here, be my normal self, because, all right, then they're going to think, you know, shoot, he doesn't care about not having a starting job. But no, that's... I'm gonna be myself every day. I'm out here. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna bring energy to this practice, bring energy to this team, um, and just you know, keep being myself. Interesting that we would play a Drew Locke clip off the top of this show.
2: Can I ask a question? My Is this hydrant. one of the
1: four questions on for. Are you no, burning no, a question right now?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> I've just got a quick question. Was that a self-aware quarterback? It was. See, why we're literally
1: 15 seconds into this episode, and you already are ripping Kirk I, Cousins. I or are you ripping up, are Jake he, Brown? He, he's not
2: ripping I, he's not ripping I didn't bring Cousins. up any names. Yeah, I'm saying he's names. not a self-aware quarterback.
1: Amazing. You can't resist. You can't resist taking cheap shots at the sixth highest passer rating quarterback <laughs> of all time. The third highest completion percentage. Mr. Late Game Luminary. Um, this is Purple Daily. Mackie Judd, executive producer, Declan Goff, presented by Surly Brewing Company, daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment with one mission statement. We want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. It's that simple. Uh, Four Question Friday here. Thanks to TCL for being the official TV that we consume all kinds of football content on uh, from now until the end of the season. TCL is uh, a wonderful multi-platform entertainment mecca for you all, the best-selling Consumer Electronics brand, a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment, stunning resolution, affordable cost, enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So, all right, so let's just get into it. You brought up Drew Locke there with that opening clip, Declan. So Teddy Bridgewater was named the starting quarterback in Denver, which says a lot about the way people think about, like, for everyone, like, why is everyone, why does everyone keep talking at Bridgewater? He only had 15 touchdown passes as a Viking or whatever. It's like. Listen, man, Carolina, Denver, he's not as talented as a Kirk Cousins, but like people love and gravitate toward Bridgewater as a leader, as a teammate. So that's a big part of the reason why he got that job in Denver. But it leaves the former second-round pick, Drew Locke, on the outs as a backup. I'm sure they'd like to just keep both those guys. They're probably going to go back and forth. But if there was an opportunity to trade for Drew Locke, not to replace – the current starting quarterback, I just want to make that clear, at least I'm going to make that clear, you guys can go wherever you want with this, as a backup to Kirk Cousins, better than Jake Locker, Kellen Mond probably needs to sit for a while, don't want to throw him in the fire, would you consider trading for Drew Lock, picking up the phone, at least making a call to Denver? Jake Browning, not Locker,
2: you said You said. Oh, I'm Jake sorry, I'm, no, I'm sorry,
1: I'm mixing Drew Locke and Jake Browning's <laughs> names together, <laughs> okay, that's, and I wound up on Jake. I, I just don't want to
2: give, I just don't want to give so, the so any more reason. Than Drew possible. Locke, oh. Jake
1: Browning, All right. Drew Locke is clearly better than Jake Browning gonna, as a backup
2: quarterback. I'm going to uh, yield the floor to the guy who has started a Twitter war of sorts, a brawl on the old Twitter, <laughs> Declan Goff. Declan,
0: you go first. Yeah, okay, number one, yes, this would be a perfect, ideal backup insurance policy break in case of emergency situation with Drew Locke on this team. Okay, Drew Locke has made 19 starts over the last two years. He's a former second round pick. He's got a little game-winning drive. He's got a little mojo to him. If Kirk Cousins has to miss a game, let's just call it a game, and you have to play the Seahawks at home or wherever the hell you're going to be be playing this year I feel more comfortable that Drew Locke can step in facilitate the offense and get a win over someone like Jake Browning over someone like Sean Manning in years past this would be the ideal backup person I'm not implying that he is the starting quarterback and he threatens Kirk Cousins for his job Plan A is Kirk Cousins plays 16 games, everything is hunky-dory, he doesn't miss time with an injury or because of COVID, and everything goes according to plan. Well, guess what? Things in life or in football never go according to plan. And if Jake Browning has to step in, I have concerns. When Sam Bradford plays his ass off in Week 1 in 2017, and then all of a sudden has to go down, oh my God, what are we going to do? We have to turn things over to someone. Well, at least Case Keenum. All right, Case Keenum, let's see what happens here. He's started a lot of games in the last four years. Yes, he's probably more ideal as a backup, but you feel comfortable that Case Keenum can go in there and lead the offense. This is a similar situation with Drew Lock. If Drew Lock has to step in and play it on a couple games here and there, that's great. Obviously, the Case Keenum situation was the 100th percentile of success. He led them to 12 wins. It worked out really, really, really well. But Drew Lock would definitely be a better insurance policy then Jake Browning or also thrusting in Kellen Mond, who clearly needs time and patience before he's ever going to make an NFL start.
2: Depending on what the price is, Declan's exactly right. So if you could get drew lock for a reasonable price, like if the Broncos are like, we've moved on to Teddy. uh, We've got Rippon as our backup. And off the record, we are going to get Aaron Rodgers next offseason. <laughs> we actually we actually thought we were going to get him like yeah, two months exactly. ago, and that's kind of why we're stuck with this situation right now. But Drew Locke is entering uh, what looks to be, I believe, year three of his rookie contract. His base salary, $1.1 million. He counts $1.9 against the cap. So he's not going to break the bank. You can afford him. Um, I think the Broncos might want too much, so I don't think it's possible, but... Again, I do not believe given the circumstances that the Vikings have that you can go into opening day confident that Jake Browning can be the backup quarterback for a guy who eventually will get hurt. But more importantly, I mean, and and I don't want to keep talking about this like I'm pro or anti-vax. This has nothing to do with my stance. It has to do with the league stance on guys that aren't vaccinated, which is they are actively looking to basically punish them. And that might be wrong. But but Kirk is not going to get vaxxed. He's just not. So, like, it's it's not like, well, Kirk should just do it. He's not going to, okay? Mm. So you need a backup quarterback who you can at least trust. I don't trust Jake Browning. I for sure don't trust Kellen Mond. So if you could get Drew Locke at the right price, I'm on board with this exact type of move, and I don't even think it's controversial. So I'm, I'm
1: really curious about Drew Locke for a couple reasons. One, the clip that Declan played, and there's a longer version of it, too, he was great in handling that news yesterday. Yeah. So just watching that clip, you're like, wow, this dude, he's got some self-awareness. I mean, a, a, he said the things that a great leader would say, right? But then at the same time, he just hasn't been good enough behind the scenes and on the field the last couple of years. It's not like he's fighting a Hall of Fame quarterback for the starting right. slot. Like, Teddy Bridgewater is a borderline starter backup, too. And, like, he can't beat out Bridgewater – you know he's had a hard time beating out really anyone the last 2 years to take a stronghold on that starting quarterback job so he also led the league in interceptions last year uh with 15 completion percentages have been low i haven't watched enough of him to like get a real feel for i like i'd like to sit down and watch a couple games of him just to just to get a feel for you know what he's like but where i'm going to come at this is looking into 2022 Like, yes, he'd be a a good backup for you this year because he's at least started, you know, 18 games in his career. But after 2021, the Vikings have a real decision to make on Cousins. He's the Mm -hmm. second highest paid quarterback in the NFL in 2022, the salary cap. And they have to decide, I don't think he's going to play on that number. I don't think there's any way he just plays out the last year of his contract. The Vikings would have to cut other good players to make that salary work. It, it, it goes up from where it's at this year by a lot. Sure. Um, and they've had to do some crunching this year. So they're either going to trade Kirk Cousins in February or March of next year or sign Kirk Cousins to a contract extension that smooths that salary out for like three more years. I think it's more likely that they trade Kirk Cousins. And if that happens, what's in your quarterback cupboard, right? Like there might be some free agent options out there we're going to get to one of the options in one of our next questions here actually. Mm-hmm. An option that maybe wasn't even considered until some news came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. But if you do wind up trading Kirk Cousins and I'm getting way out ahead here, but this is what we do on Purple Daily. We uh we look and survey the field beyond just this upcoming week. Kellen Mond's not just going to be anointed the starter right out of the gate. So like a Kellen Mond Drew Lock situation, survey your options the first. I'm just saying like Look at your options beyond 2021 and make sure that you've got something in the cupboards that you uh, would feel comfortable competing for a starting job. And you know what? Drew Locke would would be an
2: interesting, interesting guy to throw in this mix. And that contract is extremely attractive. But here's So here's where I don't think I disagree, but here's where I'll, I'll say that I need to focus on 2021. Your team is too good to try and play Jake Browning. Like I need the best backup and, and being realistic too. Okay. So I'm not saying, you know, just go get a starter who can just sit behind Kirk. That's not going to take place, but you know, Drew Locke is the type of guy he has uh, game experience. He's certainly not a guy that you would want to trade for and start right now, but he, he's exactly the type of backup QB. I'm talking about who can run a game. Does that mean he's perfect? No, absolutely not. But you know, the last two, preseason games in watching Jake Browning play is damn near painful. And that's not, that's not going to work. Uh, you know, if Kirk gets hurt against the Bengals or if he is um, exposed to COVID before the Cardinals game and you have to say, Oh my God, Jake Browning is going to start. I can almost guarantee you, you're going to lose that game. No matter well, how what well would you your offer defense him? plays. What would you offer the Broncos? Um, I would offer them a third round pick for sure. You would go up to a third. That's what I was thinking. Oh Yeah.
1: Okay. They, I don't think they'd say yes for anything less than a third I agree. like yeah they they I mean they'd rather before. just keep him they, he might be yeah. a starter for them this year I'd
2: go up mm-hmm. to a third because that contract is also so cheap
1: yeah so the Vikings true. I'm trying I'm looking at their draft picks for next year I believe they actually so they uh, they have a they have a first second third fourth two fifths and two sixth and a seventh so they do have quite a few picks mm-hmm. um I would trade. Oh, this is crazy. I mean, it, you might be lighting this pick on fire, but I would. I would for sure trade a fourth. Yep. I would start with a fourth and see a third. A, yeah. I mean, he's a
2: quarterback, man. He's in his. He's twenty four, twenty five years old. You, you need a backup quarterback. This is not supposed to be a feel good season. Like this is not supposed to be a. Oh, that was a lot of fun. This is you're supposed to win. Yeah. And by and, the way, because people are gonna say, "What about Kellen Mond? This doesn't say anything about Kellen Mond. We aren't going to know for a year either way on Kellen Mond. And I can tell you this flat out. You cannot play him. I've seen him now in two preseason games and practices, um, and it's not his fault. He has to learn. Yeah, he's just inexperienced. You will ruin him if you play him. But I am just concerned about it feels to me like you are tempting the sports gods to a huge degree if you go into the season with Cousins and Browning with Cousins' current situation. I think you are basically thumbing your nose at the sports gods, and you can say that's ridiculous, but I've seen it before, and especially with the Vikings, the sports gods get them.
1: So, all right, that was a good, good, meaty discussion on Drew Locke. Let us know in the Purple Daily YouTube comment section your thoughts. So uh, before we get to question number two here, so Judd, you had nine Surleys last weekend. Yep. What's the over under? If I set the over oh. under at nine and a half for this <laughs> weekend, how
2: many surleys are you going to put down? Hold drink response. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. But I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start right here. That's right. Because I went to the liquor store last night, so we got six right now in hand. Six surly furiouses. So I'll start with 6. I probably won't drink 6 during the course of the game tonight cuz I've got to do some Instagram stuff and I've got to write. But I think we'll do at least 4 tonight. We'll Insta-jud. do we'll do at least 2 or 3 tomorrow. So I'm probably not going to get to 9. I'll probably drink responsibly more so. Probably get to at least 7. Okay. That's pretty because good. surly in but in particular, surly furious, my beer choice. In fact, I'm going to put it right by me here. It's there like a blanket. It's like a blanket. You do enough settling in life, ladies and gentlemen. Crack open a Surly Furious. Enjoy the IPA. That revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Literally get Surly.
1: Hey, a- another shout-out here, too. So got a little rain in the Twin Cities yesterday. The greens are going to be a little softer. Mm-hmm. A little, little, So you'll be able, you'll be able to stick some uh, iron shots near the hole. Declan's going to play this weekend. PXG Minneapolis is a golfer's paradise, and they can help you stick that golf ball closer to the hole. With their Gen Four golf clubs, the 0211 golf clubs, they've got clubs priced in different ranges. So go check them out, take some swings, check out the apparel, and uh, just stop in. Like I said, it's a golfer's paradise. PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center, and find out more at pxg.com/minneapolis. You like that? You like that? All right, I alluded to this. Question number two stems from Pro Football Talk. Andrew Luck shocked the NFL when he retired from the Colts two years ago. But he hasn't walked away from football altogether. Luck, who spends a lot of time in Colorado, recently contacted a coach at Summit High School in Frisco, Colorado and asked if he could come out to practice. Summit head coach James Wagner was amazed by how involved Luck got when he showed up, even jumping in to play scout team quarterback. Oh, yeah. The kids are all trying to get picks on Andrew so they could say that they picked off Andrew Luck. We almost had one. That's the great thing about football is it brings us all together, the coach said, and you have uh, an even playing field, that common ground to be in the locker room and just have him, Andrew Luck, simply be one of the boys. Luck has kept a low profile in retirement, but from all accounts, he's enjoying himself. And still enjoying football, even after ending his career far earlier than anyone expected. He's been off longer than Favre was, who didn't miss any seasons. But this is how it gets started. Do you remember where start you throwing the out? Ball, High school in Louisiana. You're
2: exactly right.
1: You start throwing the ball around in old Hattiesburg. Uh-huh. You start getting the itch, Andrew start Luck. Fingers
2: of high school kids.
1: And just to clarify, Andrew Luck reached out to the high school because he had the itch to be around football. Okay. So I guess what I'm saying is, do you make the call sometime before the 2022 league year if you're Rick Spielman? Would you? Would you? Legitimate question. Would you make a call if you're Rick Spielman, knowing that Kirk's contract situation is uh, very interesting after the year is over?
2: I would have made the call by now. As soon as I saw that story, I would have picked up the phone and I would have made. The I, don't call. Wanna, I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to rush the call. I think you well, want. I would have back-channeled that call, Play it then. cool a little bit. I would have back-channeled that. I w- wait I would three days. Wait three days. No, the, no you know what? what? This ain't... No, no. Nah, nah, this is a football relationship, and football people are aggressive. Uh, this is very intriguing to me, because Andrew Luck was a special quarterback who, who had, you know, much like Kirk, if you want to make excuses, his offensive line at times was terrible. Um, but yes, I am... If he's doing this, he's got the itch. And if you've got the itch... Rarely do you say, you know, I had the itch and like today, I just don't care about football now. So something has changed. Uh, He probably feels great. He's an incredibly cerebral guy who I thought would never play football again. But if he's going to go play scout team quarterback at a high school, that changes things greatly. Absolutely. I make the call. And absolutely, I am intrigued by Andrew Luck's decision to at least dabble again in football.
0: I'm not making the call because uh, if anything, well, I I just saw this person on the market. I'm gonna wait. I'm playing my playing the field here a little yeah, bit, okay? I just I don't need do I I don't need to rush in and and make sure. things official just yet. There's time and places where you can do that, but not in this situation with Andrew Luck. You gotta you gotta let this play out a little bit. Play it cool. Maybe go out go get a drink. See where things go after date number one, and then on date number two, if things start progressing then all right, we can talk about maybe making this commitment. But for right now, I'm playing it cool with Andrew Luck. Don't gotta rush into anything yet.
1: Okay, I want to see, all right, how often is he doing this? If he starts organizing his own workouts with these high school kids, if it goes from, I'm just going to kind of stop by practice, I just kind of want to smell the football field and be around. If it escalates to like, all right, now on your own, you're organizing workouts. You're just bringing the high school wide receivers to the field after practice. If it starts to get more serious, I'm making the call. 100%. I think when he retired, to me, it was kind of a foregone conclusion that, like, once he gets a year or two away from the game and clears his mind, this dude has loved football his entire life, all right? He was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And he was just at the time, the Colts have kind of gotten their stuff together now, but at the time, the Colts were just a garbage organization, no offensive line. They once traded a first round pick for Trent Richardson, and that turned <laughs> into being a disaster. Yep. Why don't you come and be a part of an organization that treats its players well, that really uh, spares no expense when it comes to the luxury of the football team, and a, a head coach in particular as well that just loves quarterbacks, too, in Mike Zimmer? <laughs> well, that last part might not be true. I'm making uh, this phone call. Who knows if Zimmer's going to be
2: around? After 2021, we don't even know that. If someone gave you
1: a choice between Kirk Cousins in 2022 and 23 on a restructured contract or Andrew Luck having not played football in three years for those two years,
2: in fairness, same, I, same price tag, what would you go with? In fairness, I would need to see how Luck looks right now. Like, I don't know how. If, he, if he's back to being the quarterback that he was capable of being, I'll take him. But I don't know that.
1: Okay.
2: Right, so
0: I'll take Luck. <laughs>
1: Good luck. Okay, question number three for you guys here. Uh, this comes from jayglotti 22 on YouTube, the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I really want you guys to do a four-question Friday segment on Cam Dantzler. I'm very concerned about his play and how the coaches have moved him down in the depth chart.
2: Why is he doing so poorly? I don't know exactly why. I can confirm that he has not had a good camp, but... Um... I don't know if it was because they brought Bashad Breland in, and I think because of his contract pretty much assured him a starting role. Uh Danzler played in 11 games last year, and he started 10. He, he's clearly not going to be a starter now, but something has happened. Like He he supposedly ga- gained a l- little bit of weight. You can't see it, but he supposedly did, and came in stronger. But there's something missing, and I don't know what. And, and it could be that he thought, well, I'm going to come back as a starter, and, and now he didn't. But when Adam Zimmer at uh, his press conference, and he is not—I don't think he's going to say a thing that his dad does not want him to say. Yeah. When he brought up the fact (laughs) that Dantzler basically needs to work harder, his technique needs to improve, and oh, by the way, and he's a backup, he's got to improve on special teams. And like, if you're a backup cornerback, special teams is huge. Mm -hmm. That's really damning. And and he is he has. In Dantzler's case, lost favor with the franchise for sure. And as a third-round pick, especially since, keep in mind, first-round pick Jeff Gladney, also a cornerback, has been let go because of off-the-field problems. This is a definite like red flag concern, too. So it's a really good question. I don't know why. I can just confirm he has been what I would consider probably one of the biggest disappointments for what the expectation was in this camp.
1: Yeah, he's also just going into his second year and so like as talented as he was and as much as he showed last year, it's disappointing the camp that he's had so far. Um but I'm not just going to write him off because he's handling this. Like he's it's also possible he's just kind of immature. He's a young dude and he just has to go through some adversity here and maybe it's best for him to just take a breather and sit, you know, fourth or fifth on that depth chart for a minute while some of these other veterans you know, be, you'll find out pretty quick if you can't soak some things in behind Patrick Peterson and Harrison Smith and some of the other veterans in that secondary, then, you know, it's probably more on you long term. But um, I'm not going to write them off because of just one maybe pout session <laughs> during this camp. Uh, question number four presented in part by our friends at the Minnesota State Lottery. So they've got two great Vikings scratch-off tickets, brand new scratch-off tickets. One, the $5 game that can win you up to $100,000, gotcha. and another one, it's a $2 game that can win there you yeah. up to 15,000. Oh, you've got them. Did you I buy went and those? I bought them. I went and Look bought them. Look at you, dude.
2: I'm supporting our people. Amazing our sponsors. Did, did you scratch them yet? I scratched the uh I scratched the $2 one and I don't think I won cuz it's just a series of <laughs> just won
1: 15 grand, but doesn't yeah, know how to read no the code. Idea. But
2: yeah. I'm super rich now, so it's great. But yeah, but but look at this one. The $5 one. Look at how sexy that thing Dude, is. Dude,
1: that is hol- I mean, that is a that holographic that design.
2: I'm keeping this one.
1: It's amazing. Uh just say I'm into Viking Scratch Games from the Minnesota State Lottery. Uh also Federated Mutual Insurance Company helping us keep the lights on here at Score North and Purple Daily. And they'll help not only keep the lights on for your business, but they'll help. Act as a great offensive or defensive line for you, and uh, and just uh, provide great risk management tools and people. So find out more at federatedinsurance.com, and remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. <laughs> All right, fourth question for you guys here: Alan Page, the legendary and honorable Alan Page, yep, was rejected for Twitter verification because he was deemed quote not notable by Twitter. What do you have to say to Twitter about deeming Alan Page, Vikings and NFL legend Alan Page, quote, not notable enough for a
2: blue check mark? A very simple. Jack, what are your standards? Like Real. if Alan Page doesn't qualify, who does? And and you know what? If you're gonna say nobody now, okay, then it's nobody now. But uh yeah, Alan Page, I mean, Alan Page's football career alone, if he had retired and never worked a day in his life. He won an MVP on the defensive line in like 1971 or 1970. Dude. I mean, yeah, this, this is He's like a
1: nine time Pro Bowl or four time Super Bowl. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Nobody
2: should be verified on Twitter if Alan Page can't get verified. That's why Dude,
1: there are like bloggers who've written seven blogs for the I Queens. Like com or whatever that have blue check marks, and Alan Page can't so what get is a the blue check marks.
2: So, what, but what is. They changed get, it verified
1: now yeah i mean i so I, I i applied they took they, they took mine away about yeah two they months took phil's away two months it, ago they, they sent me a vague email that said you're no longer verified I'm like all right I, do i
0: do i still exist physically in the
1: world no, or is that gone
0: you do not i applied <laughs> two months ago and i got rejected too and now granted i mean i am the executive producer of two very important minnesota sports podcasts but uh i i I remember like a year or two ago, they have been like tinkering with the entire algorithm of it. When I applied, I had to provide links to sites. I had to, I had to do both sides of my driver's license. Like I had to give oh, them my, my actual man. driver's license. Oh, I'm... I'm um, and the Vikings... Uh, I, like Social the, security card? Yeah, the, yeah they yeah, gave me credit say, card credit number, uh, your tax ID, <laughs> you, you know, your, your, your income after taxes. What's your gross... Uh, I thought the Vikings summed it up perfectly in their tweet on this too. They said he's an NFL MVP... A pro football hall of famer, a member of the Supreme Court justice on the state of Minnesota, yeah. the presidential medal of freedom, yes. and there are twins bloggers who meet the credentials over at Alan Page. <laughs> <laughs> this system is so, broken. A,
1: the, so, wait, did the Vikings tweet that last part? That
0: was my addition.
2: So hold on a second. Oh my God. So they, they wanted both sides of your driver's license? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I it's don't a little know. aggressive. It is. For a
2: blue check mark?
1: I know. I agree. Which isn't even aggressive.
2: that important, really.
1: Maybe Alan's driver's license is a photo from, like, the late 70s <laughs> and it just doesn't look like him anymore. Maybe that's what
2: happened. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Don't
1: know for sure. So, all right. Well, that's a wrap on Four Question Friday here on Purple Daily with Mackie Judd, executive producer Declan, presented by Surly Brewing Company. One more preseason game, and then it's time. It's time. Two more weeks. Let's get ready to punt it!